Realms of Peril and Glory will begin after these short messages. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. We'd like to thank our patrons, Peter Williams, Headley, and Sharon Lee Baker for their support in making this series possible. If you'd like to join them and get ad-free listening, bonus shows, and a lot more, then please feel free to head over to patreon.com slash lightandtragic where you can help keep the lights on over here at Realms of Peril and Glory. Hello and welcome to a special episode of Realms of Peril and Glory. Today we've got some of our brand new liminal prequel, Press Phantasmic. This was a collaboration between Actual Play UK and Realms of Peril and Glory. Actual Play UK is a brand new effort between a lot of podcasters and streamers over here in the United Kingdom. We are exploring everything Actual Play over on twitch.tv slash actualplayuk. And as a part of the inaugural efforts, we have done a Liminal London prequel featuring Declan Buchanan. You can learn a little bit more about how Declan became the man that he is in our main Liminal London series by listening to this mystery. So we have two parts on YouTube right now, and that is the entire mystery. What we're playing for you today is the first half of part one. If you wanna hear the rest of the mystery, then you can head over to the link in the podcast description or go to youtube.com slash actualplayuk. That is the best place to find uh, all of what Actual Play UK is doing and also check out the actual plays that have come out previously. We have some fabulous guests in this mystery today, including Fiona from What Am I Rolling and Liv Kennedy from Three Black Halflings and Dicebreaker, both of whom were such fabulous sports uh, for joining in on all the fun that we had. We're also joined by Realms of Peril and Glory regular, but not liminal regular, Maddie Searle. This is her first time getting to play in the liminal London setting, and it was a real joy to work with her on her character. If you like what you hear today, good news, there is even more Liminal coming your way. Starting Monday, June 5th, we have Problem Child, the mystery featuring fabulous guest player Grant Howitt. There are four episodes releasing weekly starting this next Monday, so get excited. Also, if you enjoy what you see with Actual Play UK, good news, Realms of Peril and Glory will be back on stream with them very soon. Myself and Maddie are playing a game of I'm Not Lion, an animal lawyer 
courtroom drama RPG that Maddie herself designed. That game is on the 23rd of June. Then, the following Friday, the 30th of June, I will be running a game of Brindlewood Bay, a cozy murder mystery featuring some fabulous retired murder mavens ready to stop all ne'er-do-wells in their efforts to commit crimes and murders in Brindlewood Bay. Also coming up is a Morkborg game run by the one and only Pip Gladwin that is currently scheduled for the 7th of July. So go check that out at twitch.tv slash actualplayuk and be sure to subscribe to Realms Apparel and Glory on social media at RealmsPod everywhere or sign up for our newsletter in the podcast description to make sure you keep up to date with all the updates about this game, whether or not they get rescheduled or pushed forward or anything like that. So head over to those various links and without any further ado let's kick into this mystery and remember if you like what you hear you can hear the rest of the mystery over on youtube.com slash actual play uk there's a link in the podcast description we'll see you there Hello, everyone, and welcome to Actual Play UK. This is an incredible collaboration between all sorts of amazing people in Actual Play over here in the United Kingdom. And we want to say a big hi to everyone watching and thank you for joining us tonight. My name is Zachary Fortescom. I am from Realms of Peril and Glory. You can check us out at realmspod.com, R-E-A-L-M-S-P-O-D. We'll see you there. Uh, and today we are playing a fantastic homegrown UK game called Liminal by uh, Paul Michener. Uh, this book's oh, this book is distributed by Modiphius. So if you want to check it out, please go do that. Uh, it's a really fun game that I've I've played a lot of. <laughs> um, so without further ado, I would love to introduce the four fabulous people who are here with me today. Uh, starting with Liv, could you oh. all introduce yourselves yeah. and let the folks <laughs> all know Not where first. you're from? Not first. <laughs> oh, it's the order on the sheet. So. Yeah, no, it's so fine. No, absolutely. It's not uh, targeted at me in any way. Hi, <laughs> my, name is, <laughs> my name is Liv Kennedy. Hi. Um, I, um, I make videos. I make content mostly based around tabletop stuff. Um, I'm from Dicebreaker. We have a YouTube channel and it's pretty good. And <laughs> I'm also from Three Black Halflings. That's a podcast. Also pretty good. Uh, that's me. You're really selling it. Pretty good. Yeah, I think I think yeah, great is 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 wow. able to be levied. Very kind of you to say. <laughs> I don't speak for itself, you know. <laughs> yeah, very good. Uh, Fiona, please, could you have a crack? Oh, I, did, I thought I was going to go last. Oh, well, hello. <laughs> <laughs> hello, my name is Fiona. He, she, her pronouns. And I am the host of What Am I Rolling, which is a twice monthly RPG one shot podcast where every couple of episodes we take a system and we just run it through with different people and always focusing on the system and doing lots of different things. I'm also the co-host of the DMs Book Club, uh, which is a book club podcast based on sort of D&D lore, if you're into D&D lore, and then changing it and making it better for everyone. And soon to be the upcoming GMs Book Club, which is obviously a better podcast. It's about other other it's a tabletop, better. Than that. <laughs> <laughs> other tabletop Ooh, RPGs. Take that! I mean, wow. Anyway, but shots fired. That is get it out there early. Let's go. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, and I'm very happy to be here. And obviously, this is not how I normally look, but I think I'm going to just what? I'm going to vibe this Jared letter look forever now. So. <laughs> right, right, too. Fiona did log into the stream, and I was like, "Who is this? I've never seen this person before." Fiona, I'm never going to recognize you if I meet you in real life. I I'm going to be like, like, no, it's me, that. look. <laughs> oh, no. 
the fantasy has begun. Just take oh. the cat head instead, you know. <laughs> right. I've surprised both people so far of being real, real caught off guard that they were going next. So who who do we think I'm going to send the gauntlet to next? Ooh. Oh, who could say? I'm going to send it to Maddie. <laughs> Hello, I am Maddie. My pronouns are she, her. I am a regular on Realms of Peril and Glory, but I have not been in a liminal game as of yet. This is my first time in a liminal game, so I'm very excited because I've had major FOMO. Uh, and uh, <laughs> I am also uh, a regular on Girls Run These Worlds, along with Fiona, uh, yeah. which streamed loads of very cool TTRPGs. And I have an upcoming podcast based on solo and two-player TTRPGs called a game of one's own so if you search yeah. it on twitter you'll be able to find it and find out when it is going to be coming out because i don't know yet <laughs> Keep an eye out. no but when right. it does go check it out yeah yeah mm -hmm. And the then trailer. last but certainly not least, we are here with Pip Gladwin. Hello, um, I'm Pip Gladwin, uh, uh, he, him uh, pronouns. I'm also a regular on uh, Realms of Peril and Glory. Uh, well, lots of it, but specifically uh, the liminal game that we've been playing. Uh, and I will be reprising that character this evening. Mm. Um, yes. With some with these lovely new faces. Um, I'm also a voice actor. Uh, but this is a TTRPG stream, so I'm not going to talk about audio drama right now. Um, uh, uh, yeah, and I'm, I'm, I'm excited to be here. Yay! I use she, really her pronouns I didn't say. Sorry. Oh, yeah. I didn't either. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I am he, him pronouns. I, oh, I always forget to say. It's like I'm so focused. Yeah. Um, um, so again, thank you everyone for joining us today. It is, it is going to be a lot of good fun today. If you're wondering a little bit about the setting that we're playing in, uh, it's a setting called Liminal London that we origin. Well, heavily inspired by the system Liminal. I can't, I can't wholesale claim it, but um, <laughs> but we use it a lot on Realms of Peril and Glory. Uh, we've done two seasons set in this setting. Uh, that are already out. One featuring the marvelous guest Shamani Bandel, who uh, yes. you will know from RP Geeks, and will be on Actual Play UK soon. Um, and also, we have one coming up uh, with special guest Grant Howitt. That's okay. coming out in the next few weeks. Amazing. He's such an amazing player, and he plays a great, a great character that you will not want to miss. So, if you want to hear, if you if you enjoyed the setting today, maybe go check it out on uh, RealmsPod.com and enjoy it. So anyways, I will skip right on to uh, the next portion of our stream today, which I want to know a little bit about the players that are here today and get to know you. So seeing as we're playing a London-based game, I thought, why not ask the players a little bit about what their favorite places are in London? So I'm going to take another person by surprise oh, today, God. and well, I'm, I'm going to go time. for Pip. Oh. <laughs> um uh well um i've i've lived in london my whole life um and i found this really difficult <laughs> to think of my favorite place and i'd love to say it was because i have so many um mm. but the city is uh but the city is a nightmare um mm. uh, <laughs> but i but i but I, I i love it i love it um I am going to say, um, so roughly opposite uh, Waterloo Tube Station, uh, just underneath one of the railway bridges, is uh, a fish and chip shop. 
uh, and has been there for a very, very, very long time. The secondary school that I went to was just around the corner from there, and I have wonderful childhood memories of finishing a day at school and going to get the bus home and kind of taking a detour via this particular fish and chip shop. And they always had like glass bottles of Coke in the fridge, like on a summer mm-hmm. summer's day, the best frosty best. bottle of like a yeah. fucking advert for Coca Cola. <laughs> yeah. um, it's fine. We've uh, already promoted McDonald's enough. So much, and we will again. Um, uh, yeah, uh, and um, I, that's where my brain went. And the last thing I'll, I'll leave you with is that that fish and chip shop was and then then called and still is uh, the Fishkatech. Ooh, that's so! Oh my god! And the the logo is a cartoon fish and a disco ball. So like, what? One more? That's amazing! Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's really, really good. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, I'm actually gonna. I'm actually going to go next because nice. I want to surprise everyone oh. <laughs> by going next. I love uh, London actually a lot. Um, and you wouldn't necessarily know it from this show that I make that is quite, um, quite nitpicky of London, but actually I really do love living here. I think it's a fabulous place in a lot of ways. And one of the places that I fell in love with London early on before I moved here uh, was just outside of the BFI, which is the British Film Institute. Mm. Uh, it's on the south bank of the River Thames. And outside of the bar, you can ba- basically you can leave the cinema, go to a little bar, and then there's a book a used book stall that operates there yes. most days. Yes, yes, yes. Oh. And one of the most beautiful lovely times i've ever had in london is just with a drink in hand browsing that used bookshop (laughs) after on like a lovely summer's day under a bridge uh after just coming out of the cinema it's amazing it's lovely i love it um that's fine any hmm? nope i I just said it was wholesome it is wholesome it is wholesome Uh, Fiona, could you go next? Ah, yes, yes. Thankfully, my uh, my choice had not disappeared. That was my worry. Mm. Is that if I didn't go first, yeah. <laughs> it would be gone. Um, so I recently, I said recently last year, moved to the Isle of Dogs, and of course that is just across the water from what is my favourite place, which is the Naval College in Greenwich. Mm. Because I every it. time I put on Netflix, I'm like, that's the Naval College. <laughs> that's the Naval College. Every that's show. <laughs> Gotham, uh, Queen Charlotte recently, um, ah. and I quite like just walking along there. Um, not when it's tourist season, obviously, but it, it's one of my favourite places, and they've got a really nice uh, ice cream shop that my flatmate introduced me to, which is called Dark Sugars, which is all these different uh, chocolates, like like a blood orange infused chocolate and all that sort of thing, and so very delicious. I would recommend. So there you go. That's yeah. really lovely. I like that. My my the only thing that I know was done in the Naval College is Thor the Dark World. It's like yeah, but we don't talk about Thor. We don't talk about <laughs> Thor the Dark World. <laughs> Thor the what world? Yeah. <laughs> no idea what you're talking about. Uh, Maddie, do you want to go next? Yes. So um, I have only lived properly in London for one year when I was studying at Goldsmiths. Um, I now currently live outside of London, and so one place that I really enjoyed going to um, when I was at Goldsmiths was the Horniman Museum, because it yes. just has a bunch of the weirdest shit you've ever seen. <laughs> and because uh, I was studying radio, I did a little like mini documentary about the monkey fish, like this weird Ooh. sort of shriveled monkey <laughs> head on a fish body. Oh my goodness! Um, and yeah, Both it was fine. just yeah, it Look. just tickled my love for weird. Bizarreness. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, 
I actually live relatively close to the Horniman Museum, and I've never been, and I've been meaning to go. Recommendation. Yeah. Yeah, got it. Yeah, got it. Got it. Got it. They, uh, they've apparently got Lego dinosaurs there right now, and I'm really excited about that. <laughs> to buy or to just <laughs> no, just or... on display. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, like uh, just roaming, just yeah. roaming around, <laughs> fully alive somehow. Let yeah. go. Yeah. <laughs> um, Liv, could you round us out? Shit, I'll give it a go. I was very torn because I was like, what if I just say I love being on top of Big Ben? And I was like, that's not funny. Uh, so I, <laughs> um, but I, I'm going to be genuine. Um, and I love Camden. Camden yeah. is just wonderful. It Like you find something new and exciting every time you go there. And one of my favorite memories from like living in London, because I went to um, like just outside of London for university, um, is when I went with some friends to Camden and we just had some nice, snacks and we just roamed around and it was just a really nice time and it's a fond memory for me so mm -hmm. yeah highly recommend camden they have a lot of like tiktok viral stuff like in terms of like food have a look at like camden on like tiktok and you'll find stuff and you should mm -hmm. go have some stuff it's good that sounds yeah. lovely yeah. everyone go to camden that's where declan lives that's where oh. that's where the character declan lives and we often Ooh. play the game of like is it halloween or is it declan buchanan with his horns out <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I knew that, and that's why I said Camden. It was all, uh, it's all, it was all planned out. Yes, yes. synergy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're all here for the corporate synergy, by the way. Mm -hmm. That's it. Um, <laughs> well, I, I think that's about all I've got uh, before the game begins. So why don't we? Uh, why don't we hop into all that stuff? We're yeah. used to like editing happening at this point <laughs> and having fancy sound effects. Yeah, we'll where do I'm a cool, like, cool, zoom, 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 cool transition. Everybody transition. 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 There we go. Stop. <laughs> Very serious. It's a serious game. All right. Yes, Sorry. Right. <laughs> okay. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, somebody said sorry really quietly. <laughs> it was, that was, that was me. It was me. I'm just trying to sabotage this <laughs> thing. I'm sorry, sorry. If you're ever wondering so what Rum's Apparel and Glory sounds like before we've edited it, this is it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to London, the bustling capital of the UK. Iconic landmarks dot the city from the hulking silhouette of the Houses of Parliament to the sweeping opulence of Tower Bridge. But the London you see before you is just one side of this city. If you look a little harder and peer down that forgotten alleyway, you might see a door. And if you can look past the glamour as it opens, you might catch a glimpse of what's inside. You would see the figures of werewolves, vampires, and fae. And for a moment, you could see the truth that the London you know is just a facade obscuring here, liminal London. Welcome to the city. We are going to travel first over to the luscious gardens of Hyde Park and over the sweeping architecture of Kensington Palace, and finally down a gorgeous, opulent street to a gallery. Maddie, 
could you please tell me a little bit about the space that we find ourselves in? So the gallery is called Purple, but everything in it is entirely white. Good. There is no purple to be seen whatsoever. Oh, it is the most sterile, Excellent. blank space, apart from the weirdest, most unbelievable pieces of artwork on the walls. Um, sometimes not on the walls, sometimes on little podiums, sometimes just kind of thrown in a corner. Um, you know the story about the student eating the banana that was taped to the wall? That's the kind of thing that you find in here. Um, you, there's often men in uh, black polo necks just kind of wandering around, just sort of gazing at things pensively mm. and then uh, going off to a back room to give vast thousands and thousands of pounds to, for something that someone cooked up in half an hour. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You see one of the uh, men in a polo shirt uh, stood very taut, um, kind of staring quite intently at um, the exit sign and just kind of says, you know, it's a fabulous piece of work. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, of course. Yes. Goodness, goodness. It really speaks about the the state that society is in, that we're ready to exit, you know, global warming and other things. Absolutely. Society oh. could collapse at any moment, darling. It's absolutely true. Oh, how much? Well... Why don't we step into the back room to discuss such things? It's rather vulgar to discuss it in the open, don't you think, darling? I suppose you're right. I suppose you're right. <laughs> um, you step into the back room with this individual. Uh, how much money are you going to extract uh, from this person? <laughs> uh, extract? <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going to suggest a, a paltry sum of £50,000 for this. <laughs> Oh, oh, oh. for this exit sign that was clearly intentionally installed here okay. as a work of art. We're going to do the we're, we're going to do the first roll of the game. <gasps> Yay! First roll. First roll. Okay. First roll um game. tell me what you want to roll for that. I I, I haven't got my list of, of the skills. <laughs> I like to roll the art skill, please. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Oh yeah, roll me art. Okay. Um 6 7 eight, 9 Okay, nine is a success. And I think considering how easy a mark this person is, I think not only do they give you 50,000 pounds, they tip you an additional 10. Wow. Pounds. I will, yes. Um, obviously, Maddie is shocked by that, but Jocasta takes it all as completely de rigueur. Of course. Thank you so much. Can I have it delivered? Oh, of course, it all comes as part of the package, darling. Don't, do you think I would not give the best customer service possible? Naturally, naturally. Well, paperty bye. And uh, <laughs> no, no, that was designed for that reaction. <laughs> oh no! Uh, and uh, this person kind of flounces out, and as they, as they, sorry, as they flounce out. <laughs> Yeah, this is the, the universal sign I'm, for flouncing. I'm enjoying the transition from an audio medium to a visual one. Yeah, get it's to great. Everyone can see the little great. things that I do. I love it. <laughs> you love to see it. Um, as, as they flounce out of the gallery, out of purple, um, you do see for a second the glamour that they're wearing kind of drops, and you see that this is in fact like this minuscule person fluttering on tiny wings mm. and with proportions that are 
all kind of out of whack, you know, massive eyes, a tiny mouth and a little dainty nose. You would obviously recognize this as one of the high priority clientele uh, of one of the Queen of Hyde Park's uh, courtiers. You've done well. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, what is the name of your assistant? Mm, my assistant is called Melanie. Melanie. And uh, yeah, she is. Um, she's she's a work in progress. <laughs> damning. <laughs> she, Good. Damning. She started coming in in like Jack Wills, which is like. Mm. Big no no. Yeah, it's like kind of getting there, but not quite. So I've just I've upgraded her to like Hobbs and Phase mm. Eight. That's just like slightly <laughs> like not the most expensive, but just like slightly more. You know, a bit market. better. Yeah, darling, you must look after yourself. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, she Melanie comes up to you and says, um, uh, uh, he "Hello," um, and she kind of speaks with this accent where like you can tell she's putting on the kind of elevated upper class accent. Um, should I take down, should I, ah, should I take down the um, exit sign? Yes, please, darling. Um, could you uh, wrap it up in our, our finest, um, most luxurious bubble wrap that you can possibly find? Of course, yes. Um, and she kind of like, she kind of claps her hands in that way that, you know, posh people do in movies. And, like, a maintenance person kind of gets up on a ladder and starts unscrewing the uh, the exit sign that's mandated to be there by law. Um, <laughs> sweetie, sweetie, darling, you don't need to enunciate so hard. Um, a lot of a lot of people of the upper class, we, we swallow our words somewhat. So you can, you can, you can relax a little. It's, it's, it's got to be so that you're just slightly straining to understand what someone is saying talk quietly no 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 you swallow the words it's just you kind of roll them all together sort of like this okay perhaps not in front of the clients today but perhaps practice at home and then we yes. can uh workshop yes. it later okay uh, you've got a letter by the way and uh she hands you uh this gorgeous fine envelope high uh high what's the word gsm high weight paper Ooh. um that is it feels gorgeous to the touch mm. and is your name is inscribed in curly letters on the front it's clearly not been posted someone has hand delivered this mm. excellent i will open it um you have the site right yes i do so you would be able to see that this um, letter does have some form of enchantment on it, uh, possibly create some effect. Um, but anyways, uh, Melanie kind of whisks herself away into the back to practice her accent as you open the letter. Um, and as you open the letter, you suddenly feel this, this sting of pain on your wrist. Uh, and it hurts quite substantially. Oh dear. Um, can I, is there any mark on my? Yeah, you look hand? down and uh, producer John, could we throw up that lovely little graph? Oh, oh. Ah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you see really a cool. rune has appeared 
on your uh, on your wrist. Mm. It is this glowing blue mark, um, and it, it stings. It doesn't hurt really, not not yet, anyways. But uh, but it stings. Like you've just like you've got a tattoo like two weeks ago. I say as a person who has mm. never had a tattoo. <laughs> But I assume that's accurate. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you open the letter, uh, it reads, oh, God, I'm quite mean. <laughs> a nasty secret for a nasty woman. The truth, I- the truth of your parentage is a secret best kept hidden from those that dwell in the palace. And that's it. And it's signed, more most tellingly to by you, with this curly letter V. All do right. you do you feel like you know the V that this might be alluding to? Oh, um, very possibly. Yes, very possibly. There. Yes. Um. I, we we need not go into that at this moment. <laughs> Um, but as all of that happens, what is your reaction? I think, um, Jocasta will, uh, try and put on as blank, uh, expression as possible, just sort of the, the work smile that she is so practiced at and, um, just say to the the man who uh, is getting the exit sign down from the the ceiling. Be quick about it. We've got another client coming in in two minutes. And Roll then it. I, and then I'll go and grab uh, some kind of coffee with like five hundred ingredients in it. <laughs> <laughs> At least five shots. Yeah. At least. Um, Amazing. Uh, as you, you grab your coffee, um, we're going to move over to Whitehall. Uh, Whitehall, for many of those in London, uh, for many of those in Liminal London, they would know Whitehall as the home of a society known as the Sanguine Society. These are the vampires allowed to exist within the walls of liminal London. It is daytime and light is streaming in through the windows. Eugene, could you tell me a little bit about the space that we find you in, your bedroom, shall we say, in this place? Absolutely. So, uh, I think the first thing that hits many people is the smell. <laughs> so not many people come in. It is <laughs> certainly a very small, almost like, yeah, one would term it as a broom closet, but other people would term it as a one-room flat with many perks. <laughs> that's how Eugene sees it. Um, I think that's how most of London sees it. Yeah, exactly. London. Mm-hmm. Awkward, yeah. Sounds about <laughs> right. It. Um, it is like tiny. He's got a nice view out onto the courtyard, which is his favourite sort of look. Um, but most of the time, there is a seat and sort of detritus and rubbish, uh, lots of metro newspapers, and 
uh, London Evening Standards, uh, <laughs> sort of balled up and put up and sort of almost like, um, one would say like, or it looks like a detective thing, it's not, you would say it's like um, wallpaper or like things that he likes, uh, maybe uh, a gala that happened with some of the pretty people on there. And uh, yeah, it is definitely cramped as well, but it is clearly well well lived in. And mm. if you were to open it, probably Yuji would just be sat there on a stool. <laughs> 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 well, as it happens, someone does open the door. <gasps> the door uh, uh, kind of creaks open and you see the tall, thin frame of uh, another mortal who works within the walls of the Sanguine Society. Um, this is Angus. Um, for lack of a better word, your boss. Uh, oh. The most uh, superior human who works within the Sanguine Society. And you can tell that he's he is pale because he doesn't see that much sun. But you see that actually a decent amount of it's painted on. You see that he's covering up like a weird like tan that he might have got by like <laughs> laying out in the courtyard. And he feels really embarrassed by it. Like I'm not I'm just gonna give you that for free. I think that's Great. funny. Uh, <laughs> um but he kind of has his back really straight and he kind of looks at you kind of almost looks at you in a very disgusted manner and just says master said you are to clean out the feeding chambers again right right yeah 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 uh, uh, i'll get my bucket and I'll, I'll, I'll be like now now i've not i've not had a job in a bit so um, i'm really immediately oh great maybe this will, this will help uh yeah sure 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 and i'll start picking up bits of newspaper and putting it into my long duster essentially <laughs> for the road you know and i'll be like, oh wait wait and i'll make sure i go and grab a little sweetie packet and I'm like, yeah all right got my snacks <laughs> <laughs> you, you're doing all right boss how was your trip outside fine Satisfactory yeah. indeed. Get to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. And then, yeah, I will do that. Okay, you you head down to the <laughs> uh, what's known as the feeding chamber um, for the Sanguine Society. Um, you know that that you know no one dies no. in the Sanguine Society. No. no one brought here perishes. They might lose some liquid along the way. <laughs> Happens to everyone. <laughs> but it's fine. I, I have no problem with it, miss. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you do find that uh, whoever fed in here last oh. has left it in a bit of a state. Oh, Dave. Oh, I should have put that sign on the door saying leave it as you would expect it to, when you... I'll do that. I'll put a note. Get like, out. you do. you do look at it and you think, like, I'm, I'm sure no one has died here. Yeah. But also, how have they not? <laughs> <laughs> I, I look up and go, God, it, it's on the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I need a ladder for that. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I, I need, and I'll get my broom and poke up at some of the stuff <laughs> that, <laughs> ah, dislodge it as it. 
on the um, floor. As it dislodges, you see that there is kind of you've disturbed uh, a nest of like bugs of of like um some pill bugs that have gone in and they kind of scamper everywhere. Uh, uh, no, no, no. And I, I'll go and try and pick them up to put them in my little sweetie bag. But no, no. <laughs> <laughs> One. <laughs> Two. Can you please roll me? I'm going to say, oh goodness, athletics to see how many Athletics? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you crush the bugs. Was there something you'd rather roll? No, no, no. To pick up bugs? Uh, okay, so that is seven total. Oh, you get one measly little pill bug. The rest either get away from you or you crush them. Uh, I go, oh, well, in for a penny. <laughs> Can I mention that Fiona before the stream was like, I'm going to do something with bugs. And I'm yeah. like, oh, okay. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. This is the something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, amazing. What happens when you eat the bugs? Nothing. Is it nothing? <laughs> nothing. You just like it. Cool. I, I like wasn't it. sure. N nutrition, Zach. Yeah. That's yeah. what oh, happens. Excuse me. Yeah. yeah. You've got to feed in the feeding room. Mm, exactly. You know? Um, could I get a little roll from you? Mm -hmm. I'll let you choose what you want to roll. Um, just to tidy up the place. See how well right. you do. Okay. Uh, mm. That's a good question. I would say it would probably be awareness. Mm -hmm. I want to make sure that this place is quick and span. Aware of all the different little nooks and crannies. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I think that makes sense. Uh, that is a 10 total. Oh, okay. So you do quite well at this, actually. Uh, so you, you hit pretty much every corner of this place. And by the time that, you know, Angus comes back in, ready to inspect the place. It's looking pretty spick and span. Um, the only thing that's messy in here is you. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, well done. Yeah, I, I sort of like, I sort of like bow to Angus. Like, yeah, uh, I used a new polish on the floor with my spit. I just like, ah. yeah, really gets in all the good creases. <laughs> Very well. All right. Well, you've received some posts. <gasps> Is it? Okay. Great. <gasps> and he hands you a letter uh, with this thick paper, gorgeously embossed, and your name in a curly script. Oh, oh, it's it's a, a rare treat. <laughs> and I eat it. <laughs> 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 so this one hurts sufficiently more. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's really good. Hang on, I need a hot second. It's <laughs> <gasps> good. It's really good. Do you, do you gain the letter's knowledge by eating it? <laughs> Let's find it. out. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, you unfortunately spit out the letter Boy. as you feel a sh sharp and aggressive pain on your wrist. It takes you by surprise. And again, you see that sh bright shining blue rune appear on your wrist. And you you see Angus kind of looks at you and is like, oh, clean yourself up, man. Good God. And storms out the room. I, I get the bits of paper and squish them together to make what it said. I was like, oh, who would send me hate mail? <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, not, a, not a tasty treat. So, <laughs> covered in like thick globules of, I'm guessing, gray colored saliva. Oh, 100%. <laughs> um, sorry, this is really gross, but also like, Love it. I feel Love like it. that's that is the fantastic character. content. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I'm hooked. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Thick glob globules of gray saliva. Um, you see that in that same curly font says such gorgeous possessions artifacts of bygone eras that you pilfer for your rotten gain best hope master quince doesn't catch win oh. okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then this again is signed with a curly v I look around up to the room and then I'll slowly eat the paper again so <laughs> this one hurts substantially less yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there's definitely a, a lot of fear at this hate painful male just this strange man in a in a room alone eating a letter a room that was previously just covered in blood amazing amazing truly well done everyone thank you we'll see you next time i can't follow that up so uh yeah i'll be there um as we uh as we move away from the sanguine society um live i'm not mm. actually sure where uh is old mm. lives where in london do you think is old lives and what kind of residence are they in i feel like is old has curried favor with a lot of people in higher places um and so i think that she's currently I think she bounces between places and um, stays with friends. Um, uh, whether they are genuine friends or she's kind of charmed them with her wiles uh, <laughs> it, it remains to be seen. But I think she's in like a fairly plush flat in Soho at the moment. Oh, oh that is oh, a nice. dream, isn't it? How, how many bedrooms does it have? Oh, at least like four. Oh, four. oh it's my high, It's high up. You can see the whole, you can see a lot of stuff. If you're not watching this in the UK and you're yeah. wondering why all of us are like, oh my God, four bedrooms four. in Soho? Oh. Can, I, can I go back to bathrooms. The, can I go back to the start of the episode and just say that my favorite place in London is this flat you're describing? Yeah, 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 yeah. This mystical flat in Soho with four it. bedrooms and two bathrooms. windows. Yeah, yeah. It's great. Oh my God. Oh, so good. Um... And what do we find you doing uh, today? We're, I would say we're probably approaching the beginning of dusk at this stage of the day. Okay. Uh, which is great for Isolde, um, because she's not a huge fan of sunlight. Um, so I think that she is uh her her door the bedroom door is open now she's able to like let a little bit of like twilight in mm. which is like something that she twilight in the door <laughs> <laughs> <Boo. Boo>. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> uh something that she um loves to see uh because she doesn't get much sunlight 
once again not a big fan um but i think that at the moment she's like sat on a kind of um uh like a little buffet uh as yeah as somebody um as a friend of hers i guess um like is doing her makeup um and she's got her hair is like uh long and curly and dark and flowing down her back um she's like wearing like kind of semi-gothic style of clothing like mm. like a a, a, sh a long white shirt but then it's got like a, a black corset over the top of it um and then like a kind of victorian like steampunk long tail coat as well with like splashes of like black and red oh. um and like like tight fitting trousers with like thigh high boots um but um, the person who's doing her makeup, um, I think like a middle-aged woman, I would say, um, like is finishing off her lipstick, which is a, a blood red. And it's always a blood red. Um, and uh, uh, she's a, a beautiful uh, mixed race woman. Uh, and she goes to look into the, the grand mirror uh, across from her and sees nothing. Well, maybe a gorgeous dress. Or maybe, maybe a well, yes, outfit. yeah. <laughs> the gorgeous <laughs> outfit, yes, of course. Uh, if, if, oh, yeah, if that's allowed, great. No, she loves that. I um, like see your cool clothes. <laughs> oh my God, thank you. <laughs> um, um, yeah. What is the name of this, uh, uh, is it middle-aged woman you said who was doing mm -hmm. your makeup? Yeah. Oh, uh, this is Beatrice. 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 Uh, she's a friend that is old made uh, maybe like a couple of weeks ago. She's been mm. kind of like, hanging out with her uh since because uh beatrice loves to have his old around like you know why wouldn't she she's like so much fun like she's honestly better than all of her friends and family combined you know i don't know <laughs> darling you look divine mm, yeah i do well i mean i i assume i do but you wouldn't lie to me beatrice would you never of course I and she'll kind of like run a finger along her chin um and smile at her winningly uh but uh thank you so much for taking care of that for me you uh you are very good with makeup have you any exciting plans for the evening oh you know i think i'll hit the town uh, see uh what i can find this time that is something i do love about london you find something new every day or <laughs> every night <laughs> easy to find such fab De deliciousness. <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> By the way, you received a letter while the sun was up. Oh. And she's kind of confused because she's like, who knows I'm here? She's like, <laughs> um, and you see um, you see on the kind of this just immaculate marble countertop there is cushioned that thick uh letter stock mm -hmm. and could i get you to roll me i'm gonna say ooh, ooh, ooh. what am i gonna say here what you gonna say i'm gonna say awareness okay ooh. she's got some awareness okay that was uh, that's it that's a 10. yeah lovely okay the pit your stomach just drops out. Yeah. As you recognize the script on this letter belongs to someone you thought long, long dead. Your sire, Vincent. 
she for a second goes to reach for it and then hesitates and clenches her fist and then says Beatrice be a dear would you uh would you read that for me <laughs> yes of course uh, let me open this for you and she opens the uh and she opens the letter mm -hmm. and your wrist burns <laughs> as you feel that rune burn itself into your skin in a in a very painful way she doubles uh, up a little bit <clears throat> it's a bit vague um Mm -hmm. Would you like me to read it to you? Uh, please do. <sighs> it says, It must be a blessed life subsisting on the sound of my name upon your lips. Be mindful of your next move, as that power may soon turn against you. Bring me the detective, and give him this. And then there's an envelope with... It says Declan Buchanan on it. <sighs> Shit. <laughs> <laughs> She'll take the letter. <laughs> um, in this moment, would you like to reach out to any of your... I'll say the word conspirators. Mm. Uh, yeah, for sure. I think uh, Jocasta and, and Eugene are... Uh, paramount in her mind at the moment mm -hmm. um, also reaching out to Declan of course but I think she would reach out to, to Jogasta and, and mm. to Eugene first that makes sense mm -hmm. is it a group chat is it a group call or <laughs> is it a meeting I mean I, can, here's my question can she be seen on cameras yes <laughs> I will say yes okay. because there is a trait in the book called forgettable uh -huh. That allows you not to be seen on cameras. Interesting. Okay. So, okay. unless you take that, I'm going to say yes. Okay, brilliant. Um, yeah, no, uh, I think just for the sake of ease, she'll, like, um, take out her phone and start a little group FaceTime. And she'll be like, <laughs> and she'll remember that she can see herself on her phone. She'll be like, oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> Good job, Beatrice. Very nice. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and wherever you find yourselves, Jocasta and Eugene, your phones light up with um, with his old's name. Yes, uh, Jocasta will pick up. She is um, in her lavish office, just filled with plants, um, so, so impractically that she has to kind of reach around them to get to the computer <laughs> um, and picks up her phone and looks. Oh, it's old. It's lovely to see you. It's been so long, darling. Uh, yeah, too long. Absolutely. Um, wonderful to see you as well. Uh, is Eugene also on the call? Uh, Eug it takes a few seconds. Okay. Um, <laughs> God, <Eugene>. why? Yeah. <laughs> Do I want to know? <laughs> no. no. Eugene can't find his phone. <laughs> somewhere in there but basically when it turns up it is very much like close <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> sorry uh, sorry sorry i was hello pleasure as always you look Eugene? nice <laughs> i do yes yeah um okay you, Hi, you caster yeah. oh yeah i don't need to wait you told me about that last time <laughs> yeah, yes no, we can yes see you. it's all good yes yeah. you're, you're looking like i 
I want to say you look fragrant. I can't <laughs> smell you, but I can just tell. Oh, you're, you're always one for compliments. <laughs> I know, mm. aren't I? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, perchance, uh, friends, did you uh, receive a little something in the mail? Yes. Yeah, I got a letter that bit me back. <laughs> yes, I... Uh... That would suggest that you bit it. You also bit it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Eugene realizes that letters aren't necessarily for eating for everyone. So, yeah. so. Mm. Uh, oh, I should have right. Weren't supposed to eat the letter. Okay. Mm. You do you, but yeah. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> did you cast it? Yes. Um, it contained a reference to my true parentage, which is somewhat tricksy because, uh, as you know. Um, I'm not entirely sure what my true parentage, parentage is, apart from the fact that they are Fae, presumably in the court of the Queen of Hyde Park. That is mm. all that I know. Okay. Uh, was there some kind of dirt on your, not physical dirt, Eugene, but like, you know, like, <laughs> oh, like, like, yeah, yeah, yes. you know. someone's, yeah. someone's discovered I've been flogging the master's stuff on eBay. Okay, enterprising. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm. I, I, I mean, why does he have so many shoes? You tell me. I, but they Where go very many. Right, yeah. and they sell a lot. Apparently, if you put your foot next to a shoe, it sells like that. It's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Eugene, darling, I could have got you a contact at Christie's. You could have contacted me, darling. Oh well, I, I don't want to. Just well, me and me and Christie go way back, and it's not very nice what happened. I, I, I did say sorry about the department store. Mm, mm -hmm. yeah, what, ab what about you, Isold? What was what was yours? Uh, yeah. I uh, I may I may sometimes it, when you when you say Vincent's name to certain groups, I it gets you it gets you far. So I, I've kind of been, um, I, I've, I've been using his name to kind of make my way recently because I figure, you know, why not let people think that he is still um, alive and, and that I'm under his protection, you know? Uh, he knows it's not the case, yeah. Is that how you got your nice house in Soho? Oh, well, I mean... <laughs> I, I mean, Beatrice doesn't know about doesn't know about Vincent, so that was just kind of like you know, the old oh. charm. So. Oh, oh, very lovely. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, nice, I mean, nice. I mean, yeah. I, I've tried. I after I heard you did that, I did try to say yeah. Vincent to <laughs> some bins, and mm. nothing, nothing happened. Nothing happened. No. I, we um, when we're in like the appropriate scenario, I'll right. like kind of like you know prompt you, <gasps> and then we'll I, I see. Can, oh, yeah. bro. I mean, well, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah, well, you, you can give it a go, and then I'll just kind of like coach you a little bit. All right. and, yeah, but not now. Not now. Okay. You can say to me if you want to. It won't make that much of a difference. I, I feel. I feel. I've. I've treaded on some boundaries already in this conversation. <laughs> oh no, you're fine. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you're fine. I'll let you know. This is a safe space, darling. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. For now, anyway, until whatever happens, happens. But uh, <laughs> it, I think we have to reach out to Declan. Why? Because the letter told me I had to reach out to Declan. Basically, it had like a, a letter for Declan that we have to give to him. So, <sighs> okay. interesting. 
why mm-hmm. why go via you why not just send the letter to Declan directly yeah maybe they want us all together perhaps I mean of course you are not obligated to come with me I know this is this is a difficult situation no I'd love a night out <laughs> it's been so long since I've seen you guys, and like the last couple of times where I tried to have like a like a flat warming up mine. You, yeah, you said you were busy, and and no, yeah, I was at that time. I was, I was, I yeah. was doing the, you know, the thing I said. Yeah, yeah, I was. Yeah, yeah. that happened a couple of times. So I tried to because yeah, I, yeah. And it was such a shame because like it would be really nice to obviously to hang out and obviously yeah, look, every time I look, want to I do point that. the phone around the room. <laughs> I've done it up well nice. <laughs> well, is wow. this your room covered in newspaper? <laughs> so eclectic, darling. You've done yeah. an excellent job. Yeah. I mean like I mean well, at Jocasta, you have an eye for art, don't you? I mean Yeah. This is something, yes. right? <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm guessing a real Tracy Emin sort of vibe oh, from this. Yeah. yeah. Look, I like this one. And points to like, look, coronation. There's me. <laughs> no, I'm not there. <laughs> but, yeah, but yeah, sure. I, I, I can be, I can meet you guys now if you want. Oh, I, I just need to clock off a little bit early. But I can, I can come. If it's a now thing, is it a now? Th- oh, is it? It's not a now thing. I, it, it could be a now thing. I think it should be as soon as possible thing. Right. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm happy to to come along. Uh, Melanie can run the gallery while I'm gone. I'm sure she will manage as long as she doesn't speak to anyone. It'll be fine. She's still doing the ow hello, you know that kind of. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's it. I might I might splash out for a dialect coach for her. Kind <laughs> of you. Wow. Yeah. I do yeah. appreciate the investment you're putting in, Melanie. <laughs> she has like, something. She has a certain something. I'm not quite sure what it is. Yeah. But something. <laughs> the heir to the empire. <laughs> <laughs> the heir to the empire truly is Melanie. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, okay, amazing. Uh what's the next move? What are we doing? Heading to see Declan? Heading to see yeah, Declan, yeah. is that Me the vibe? Yep. Yeah. Let's do it. Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story, Dark Dice, a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the roll of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again. One of the players is not what they seem after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Here's a quick example of what our show sounds like. The, uh, shambler with the jar of liquid inside of him. Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts. You would all know, you you would have kept up with things as much as you could uh, while thing while the city has been moving around you, has been moving forward, and you heard that the young P-Division detective who was there that fateful night has since been cursed by the one queen of Hyde Park and has left P-Division, or for those uninitiated, the police, who 
roam the streets of liminal London. And he now has set himself up with a quaint little office all the way up in Camden. And as you hit the loud and garish buzzer um, to the uh, next to it says Declan Buchanan, private investigator. The voice of a young woman comes over the intercom, says, Hello, Declan Buchanan, private investigators. How can I help? I'll, like, look at Jocasta. Hello, darling. Yes, we're here to see uh, Mr. Buchanan about some very important business about a past uh, indiscretion. Ah, okay. Well, um, do you have an appointment? I'm afraid not, but we're very, very old friends. Could I take a name? Jocasta Reynard. Jocasta. Uh, okay. Well, if you'd like to come up. And she hits the buzzer and uh, allows you in. Um, okay. As we all hop upstairs, um, Declan, what are you up to in the back office this evening? Well, um, <clears throat> I think Declan was, uh, before that buzzer went, um, just poring over some um, photos from a recent surveillance job that he's done. We'll paper over it, but it's a sort of, it's, it's, a, it's a pixie affair. Um, and, uh, uh, he, he was approached by, uh, by a spouse to spy on their significant other. Um, gotcha. And he has some pretty damning uh, pixie evidence right here. <laughs> um, uh, so he's 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 sort of sorting through these. are in a tiny these, little hotel room. Sorting through these. Uh, yeah. Doll <laughs> just house. a doll's house. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you got it. He's sort of sorting through these photographs. Um, and I think um, there's... It's a pretty modest office, but it is at the very least tidy. It looks well kept. Uh, the desk is new. Um, there is an ashtray on the desk, and there's like a cigarette in it. Um, uh, and uh, yeah, he's he's kind of pouring over these pictures. The buzzer goes, pays a little bit of attention to that, but when he hears the name Jocasta, I think there is a lot of gesturing of like, no, no, absolutely <laughs> not. Yes, I'll just come in. Valid. And as she's saying, come she's in. She's buzzing them in. And, and, you, yeah. and you're just like, no! <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, oh, I thought, I didn't know. We didn't know what? I wasn't meant to let them in. Well, why, what? Okay, so if you ask for somebody's name, right, where you just take the name and then let them up? Or, you well, know, it's a business. I, you're meant to let them in the door. But you gotta go through me, okay? I'm here. If you're here on your own, I suppose you can let in whoever you like, but I wouldn't I advise just, it. But I just look, be helpful. I, I didn't want to bother you. You look busy. And I was meant to look over those photos, you know. Well, you can, but you, oh, Fuck. And uh, uh, he <laughs> stands up and uh, just sort of starts, like, straightening himself out and... You know, um, Declan is uh, God. I can't remember what we what we said. Zach, you know what? Say point. whatever you want. No, I'm Ooh. gonna. No, yeah. Um, 
Declan is in his mid to late 30s at this point. Mm. Um, oh, the number. You're like yeah. 35? 35, 36. Um, yeah. uh, uh, he is quite smartly dressed, casually but smartly dressed, like white shirt rolled up to the sleeves, uh, black trousers. There is a sort of brown uh, a leather jacket hung over the back of his chair. Um, he's tall, he's probably about 5'8", 5'9". Mm-hmm. Um slim but like in a healthy this is a guy who like gets to the gym once maybe twice a week wow um uh and um this i've anyone who's listened to the regular podcast this is this is just this is the complete opposite of this this is blowing my saddest man alive um uh yeah uh he looks healthy is what i'm saying um uh yeah um not particularly handsome but not unattractive either um and sort of mid-length like uh sandy dirty blonde hair amazing green eyes (laughs) um the rest of you all approach this um one of those typical pi glass doors with the frosted glass and the name of the private investigator on the door um would you all like to head in as you hear like light arguments between uh Declan and whoever this person at the desk is? I'll say to the others, just like, do you ever wonder why they never change their style? Just like do something different, but derivative, you know? Yeah. I think it's a classic for a reason. And um Jocasta pulls out a cigarette holder from her bag. She's wearing like a, a bright red suit, a skirt suit with like a emphasizing her hourglass figure and she's got a very large brimmed red hat on uh yeah eugene's like oh i didn't get the memo about dressing up um because obviously his old looks incredible and now jacasta I, I could i could stay out of the room if uh if that's i know i know it's a bit no hun you're you're fine no oh, okay <laughs> yeah, you're a part of this for better or for worse so. yes your family <sighs> darling oh great and i open the door <laughs> Okay, yeah. And uh, as you open the door, uh, the the woman at the desk uh, at the front, just mid-argument with Declan about the photographs or something like that, just looks at you and goes, Ah! Ah! <laughs> no, it's, Did you say uh, pixie affair? Was that something It's confidential! Right, sorry, yeah. M- <clears throat> Maria, is, Maria is fine. Um, look, uh, give us a minute. Uh, put the kettle on. I'm sorry if you could. Uh, please. I thought I was going to be taking on more cases. Please, please. Not this one. It's not even a case. These three people, and I like turn and look very pointedly at all three of you, should not even fucking be here. Okay, so please, uh, ke- kettle. If you, I'm sorry. Please. Fine, fine. Thank Tea. You. Oh, uh, there's a question. Uh, yeah. Yep. Do you have anything herbal? I've got water. That's, that's That'll not... do just fine, okay. Thank you. Uh, do, do you have any woodlouse? I'm gonna make some tea. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> and she walks into the into the uh, adjoining kitchen and starts boiling the yeah, kettle. Yeah, may as well ask. Don't ask, you don't get. You know. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Declan, good to see you. Is old. Uh. It's lovely to see you. Um, it's quite strange to see all of you, really, because wasn't that kind of the point that um, 
We don't talk about what happened or see each other ever again. So the fact that the three of you are standing in my fucking office is a, it's a little bit clue me in because I'm I'm at a loss. Please pull up a chair and he sits down at the desk and shakily lights a cigarette. Well, I mean, the idea that you think we wouldn't do this if it wasn't important is a little offensive, uh, just because you know I, you know, sometimes we do get together and hang out. But yeah, no, that's beside the point. Don't worry about that. I have mail delivery. And then I'll slam it down in front of him. <laughs> Boosh. Um, Don't eat it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks. Thanks, Eugene. I, I wasn't planning to, but... Oh, um, okay. Just... Uh, okay. It's a thing. Okay. Zach, am I... With the sight, am I getting any vibes off this? Yeah, thing? bad vibes. Real bad vibes. <laughs> cool. Awful vibes all over. The vibes are rancid. Um, the vibes are I look, horrific. I, I, look at the I look at the letter, I look back up at these three. I'm not going to touch that. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, we have nice. to warn yeah. you that this a little thing such as this might happen yeah, when look, I show my wrist. Tattoo. Unnecessary. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's uh, all rather... That, unless you want to join the club, you know. Sat room ring bell, Zach? Uh, I'll let you roll lore for it. Uh, I want a high ass check. I'm gonna, I need well, at least a 12. If there's one thing you can say about me, Zach, it's the height of my ass is, let's find out. <laughs> uh, my ass is a 10. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's pretty high ass. <laughs> what I'll give you with a 10 is it rings a vague bell. Something in the back of your brain from P Division days. But nothing specific. Okay, so what? You all got a letter, you opened it, or perhaps ate it, and uh, <laughs> and a, this rune appeared on, on your arm. Mm -hmm. oh, well, I didn't open it. Someone else did, but the rune still uh, attached itself to, its, to my skin, so... Oh, fascinating. Yeah. Mm. Oh no, we lost Declan. <gasps> he did not want wow. to do this case. No, he was absolutely like, not. Fuck, fuck this. this. I'm <laughs> out. I am out. Um, I will turn to um, to okay. Eugene. I'll say, <laughs> so what was the thinking behind like eating it? Was it just to get rid of it? You, you, no. you were like, I know what this is. I'm going to destroy it in my no. mouth. No, no. I, you know what? With a bit more thought and you know captain hindsight i might have thought about it but no i paper is one of the five food groups um and i you know it's please please regale me with the other food groups please yeah, i would love to know that yeah sure mm. so uh pill bugs uh yeah bin juice <laughs> bin mm. juice mm, yeah um okay uh uh, a delicacy, socks, <laughs> and if you can get it, mm -hmm. yeah, little Lego pieces for the texture. All right, yeah, um, okay. I, I I would love to cook for you guys sometimes. Mm. I would love to see that. Yeah, big pan. Walk. Yeah, well, I'm, whack I'm it all in. Dreadfully sorry, I've just gone on this beast of a diet it's so restrictive it's <laughs> um, such a shame wow. darling i'm so sorry oh, I, but, I, 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 I i understand it's not for everyone i, I you know i have I'm my mainly own... on a liquid diet as you might 
assume, you know? <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, I do have, like, I do my own salad dressing as well. Um, with, the, with the bin juice? No, no. Oh, yeah. Okay. Ooh. Right. Ooh. Interesting. Mm. Yeah. That is... That's that's a lot. I mean, that's I keep talking about in. all the gruesome stuff I do, but maybe Jocasta, how's the art gallery going? Yeah, how is that? <laughs> it's it's going well, thank you. Um, there was a gentleman who came in and uh, saw art where there wasn't. Oh, today. excellent! That's kind. <laughs> oh. And uh, I wow. made a rather tidy profit, but uh, I am going to have to get the building back up to code very quickly. Sure. Anyways, yeah. after Declan took a brief loo break, um, <laughs> and you all caught up with each other about Thanks. your various days and your diets, um, <laughs> Declan returns. Good. Oh, hey, Declan. Sorry about that. Um, uh, IBS. The piss. So, um, <laughs> yeah, we heard. It's fine. Don't worry about. Yeah. Right. That's why I'm doing the diet. Um, <laughs> so the the this this letter. Uh, you, you all opened the letters, ate the letters, got yeah. runes on your arms, and now you've brought one to me, and you'd like me to get a rune on my arm as well. Is that about the size of it? The well, purpose is not to, yeah, Jocasta, please, you know, you know. Yeah, 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 we wouldn't like for you to get a rune on your arm, but yeah. we realise that you were involved in this somehow, yeah. and we wouldn't want to... Uh, just barrel on ahead without informing you, as you might be affected in some way by what is going on. Yeah, each of the each of the letters had like it had stuff on us from like from before, so it must have something on you. Aye, all right. Um, and I'll look at the uh, <laughs> in um, uh, I guess I guess <laughs> descending order of threat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'll look at what's the order. I'll look at, look, look at Eugene. Oh, <laughs> and then makes sense. Jocasta, yeah, and then Isolve. Ding. That's what you okay. think. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Fine. 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 You know, uh, I, I didn't have anything else to do today. I'm not busy. Fine. Okay. And Off I the clock. will reach out. And open the letter. You open the letter in brace for pain. And then none arrives. And instead, what you hear is from the kitchen a clank of the kettle and of cutlery dropping to the ground. And you hear uh, Maria screams, Ah! Ah! Uh, jump what is out, going out, on? Jump about the chair and, and rush to the little kitchenette. Uh, you see Maria is um, just kind of bent over, holding her arm, uh, and and she moves her hand, and you see the rune is burned into her skin. <laughs> That's interesting. Okay, okay, what the fuck? You, you three? What the fuck? Honestly, I don't know why you no idea. the finger at us. We didn't. We why would we put it on our own and then think, haha? Wouldn't it be funny to put it on Maria? Like, yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Are you okay, Maria? Are you all right? Yeah, it, it hurts, but it's fine. It's fine. Okay, it's fine. Uh, I'll 
stomp back over to the desk and pick up the letter and read it. Detective Buchanan, some may say that you suffered enough. That the justice doled out to you by the Queen is a fitting end to your story. But I think you have gotten off far too easily for your crimes. I deserved my justice. And you stole it from me. Signed in a V. You told me... I mean, I was... You killed him. We thought so. You really, really killed him. Could I get a lore check from everyone? Ooh. Yes. I want. I want I ten. Know. I want. I want nothing for Isold eight. For everyone else, ten. Nope. I rolled a blinking eight. Actually, hey. So <laughs> I got a ten again. Nice. nice. You're smart for once. Sorry, that was mean. <laughs> <laughs> that was mean. I was unnecessary. I apologize. <laughs> uh, what did you get, Maddie? I got nine. Nine. Okay. And and was that a ten from Eugene? No, it was a seven. I'm too oh, busy. Goody. I'm picking out uh, maggots from my little sweetie pack. It's just... funny because Eugene, <laughs> given your station, you should know this, but maybe this just <laughs> betrays how little you pay attention. Yeah. There's a reason why I'm in the cupboard. <laughs> Vampires cannot come back. When they die, they stay fucking And yet, this is happening. Something very, if this is real, something very strange is happening right now. And something possibly unprecedented in the entirety of Liminal London. Look, when you think about it, 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 it it's not it, it can't be, it can't be him. It's somebody acting, uh, using his name. It, it's not him, right? Well, it, it can't be, uh, but how do they know all of this? Uh, Zach, did Vincent know all of this dirt on us? No. No, uh, some of this stuff happened after he died. Ooh, no. <laughs> I mean, how would he know that you've been using his name post his mm. death? Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. right. And he, apparently, this person knows who my parents are, and I don't know that. Mm. Um, the, sh the shoes were a given. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He could have guessed that bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, Eugene, yeah, Eugene <laughs> underscore shanks on eBay. <laughs> He's just tracked you from all of the foot pics. Yeah, <laughs> I like the idea. Of those feet anyway. Well, yeah, Eugene's foot is probably actually beautiful. Maybe I, like, I like, the, I like the, the idea that Eugene has canonically beautiful feet. Okay, fan artist, get at it. Get at it. Be get at Eugene's it. Beautiful feet. <sighs> um, as you're all kind of cross-referencing <laughs> stories and saying like how could he know this how could he know this i think maria just looks up at you declan just says who are you talking about uh, it was um it was a 
a little while ago. Um, just something bad happened, and um, these people uh, helped to stop uh, a man who deserved to be stopped, and I made sure that they didn't go to prison or get killed for it. What could he possibly want? If he's alive, like, well, he's he alive, al it's fine. He can't be alive. That's, that's not possible. Then, what the fuck is happening? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Um, look, uh, Maria, I need you to, um, get a cab and I need you to go somewhere safe. And I just right. need you to just keep um, your phone on you, keep it switched on, check in with me. All right. Uh, uh, and just, just so, um, and I'll like, uh, open the drawer to the desk and like grab a wallet and get some cash out for a, for a cab. And I, I think it's at this moment, um, uh, like offhand Declan like brushes his hair away from his forehead and you three see he's got like little stumps, little like where horns have been like cut off. Uh, just he decidedly did hairline. not have these when you met him the first time. Yeah, he okay. did. Yeah, this is not a thing. Um, I think at this, Maria's just like, you need some help on this. Like, this is, if this is this serious, you need some help, Declan. You, I do, I do, I do. Can't do I it do. all on your I on your own, and if you these, can't trust them, then uh, no, I didn't say I didn't trust them. I'm just worried. That it threw me a bit seeing them all together because of what that might mean um but no they are trustworthy people strange people sure but we'll be fine and i need you as far away from this as possible i can look after myself i know i know you can i'm not a child i'm not saying you're a child i'm saying that you're an employee and i'm responsible for your safety and if this is somehow who this letter says it is, then I cannot have you anywhere near them. Okay? This is what okay? I signed up for. You can't just take no, me off. No, this, is, this isn't what... This isn't. This is decidedly not what you signed up for. What you signed up for was to be my assistant. On the books. What we are about to go and do is decidedly off the fucking books. Okay? So I need you in a cab, and I need you somewhere safe. And that, that's the end on it. I think she just, she doesn't even respond. She just grabs the cash and marches out of the office. Grabs a laptop on the way as well. Yep, that's, uh, that's probably all going to be fine. Um, yeah, so, it's more than most bosses would do for someone that works for them. So that's a job. Uh, well, it depends on the boss, I guess. Um... Does anybody have a lead? Because, fuck, we need one. Um, well, I, I, well, just a thought. Uh, maybe it's somebody impersonating Vince who should not be named. Vince who should not be named. <laughs> um, like... You know, he was a big character. He probably had other people that was working for or working with him that 
he would have possibly let know, so when he disappeared, it would make sense that someone would track it down and maybe eventually... I don't know. Yeah, is, no, I agree. Is, is old. Did mm. he have any other um, children besides yourself? Did he, Zach? Uh, roll me a lore check. Let's give it a go. Uh, that's a five. You don't know. This is Vince, just for, for the audience, Sir Vincent Jericho, media mogul, was a very private man. I say man. Vampire. Even to you, his progeny, mm -hmm. you never knew where you stood with him. And you never knew if what he told you was the truth. Uh, I, I didn't know much of anything that he had to hide. Very private man. Uh, what if we went back to his dwelling? You know, if somebody was gonna find uh, dirt on him or us, maybe they would have gone there. Yeah. I think that's as good as idea as any. Yeah. Could I also um, could I also get everyone to do me a lore check just to do with these runes? Yeah. Oh, sure. Oh, well, that's pretty good. A measly six for me. Oh, measly. <laughs> uh, nine? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. What have we got uh, elsewhere? I got an 11. Ooh. I'm rolling high on the law check. You're doing Very well. Nice. Eugene? Eight. It's a wonderful <laughs> Well, with a measly six, I, Jocasta, you're none the wiser. With an eight, uh, Eugene, definitely a rune. Right, yeah. Mm. Got it. Um, <laughs> with a nine, this is decidedly not your typical wizardry you can just tell by the by the look of it this this bright shining blue the, the wizards don't deal and magicians don't deal with this kind of rune that embeds itself into the skin they draw them in the air this is a this is a marking this is this serves a function this does something with an 11 Declan, you know that this is, um, you, you kind of rack your brain thinking about those P Division days. And you remember seeing someone with a rune like this. And you heard something about ghosts. But you couldn't tell for sure. You couldn't tell for sure why they had it. What you might want to consider doing is consulting the grandmother of the person you saw with that rune, Nana Barker. Ugh. Okay. So we can check out. I mean, I couldn't say I know where Vincent 
used to live. I assume you lot do. I would assume so. Right, Zach? Yeah, you would know. You would have known where his dwelling was. You would... I, I would... Yeah, you'd know where his dwelling was. You would know where his office was. You could locate those things. You can probably sneak your way in. Yeah, we've got that covered. Yeah. Uh, I might need to... Let's pop over to Whitechapel and um, speak to Nana Barker. You, the rest of you, if you've lived in London long enough, would know Nana Barker by reputation. She is an old, old witch. No one's quite sure when she came into being. Some estimates have her in the early 1900s. How she's alive today, we're not quite sure. She has a reputation of being fiercely loyal to her family, of which there are multitudes running around London. There are little sorcerers and wizards dotted about nearly every institution in the city, all of whom report directly back to her. And she's not someone you trifle with. It might be better if I hop on over there by myself. Um, uh, are you sure? Yeah, is that wise? Yeah, I wouldn't. Like, nope, you want to? You want to come to the Barker Estate? Not particularly, no. but <laughs> no. All right. No. Well, then I guess we're all going. I'll uh, I'll get my coat. Fabulous. And, I get and my coat. we will head over to the Barker Estate <laughs> after the break. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna take a ten to fifteen minute break. Let everyone relax. Go get your snacks, because uh, Nana Barker's coming to play. Um, bark, bark. And we'll see you uh, shortly. <laughs> Bye. Bye. See you soon. Yeah. See you soon. So, what'd you think? That was the first half of the first part of Press Phantasmic, the new Liminal London prequel mystery that is available right now on youtube.com slash actualplayuk. If you want to see the rest of this mystery, head over there now because it's all there. It's ready to go. And there's some amazing people in it with some amazing storytelling. So go head over. Uh, if you are on Spotify by any chance, why don't you let us know what you thought about this episode? There's this new function in the Spotify app where you can hit uh, reply to a question that we ask you about the episode. So tell us, I'm going to ask you what you think about this episode and about the various different parts of the show. So why don't you give us an answer and tell us what you think? I'd love to talk to you and hear about your thoughts about the show. So go check that out. And uh, in the meantime, of course, you can follow Realms of Peril and Glory on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at RealmsPod. That's the best way to keep up with the show other than our newly launched newsletter that you can find at RealmsPod.com slash newsletter. Uh, that is really the place where we're going to be pushing hard on communication. There's going to be extra perks and stuff on there uh, simply because social media is entering a little bit of a death spiral, a little bit of a 
Muskian nightmare, and we thought what better way to communicate with our lovely audience than by being in their emails rather than on their Twitters or their Instagram. We're still going to be on those social media platforms if you like them, but, uh, you know, algorithms really control what you see on Twitter and Instagram and all these other platforms, and maybe you want to decide for yourself whether or not you want to find out Realms Apparel and Glory news. I hope that you want to hear more, so maybe check out that newsletter at newsletter at newsletter.com slash realmspod. Nope. At realmspod.com slash newsletter. That would be amazing. Thank you so much. And while you're at it, why don't you head over to realmspod.com as a whole? It's basically IMDb, but just for Realms Apparel and Glory. You can find out all about shows that are coming up. You can find out all about our players and all about the different systems that we use. It's a great resource if you like the show. So go check it out, realmspod.com. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye! Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.